long, King of the Jews. We don't have all day. Look, down the street. Your noble subjects wait for you. They're king. Don't keep them waiting. Here comes the great deliverer. See how he drives the Romans out of Israel. He deceived us for the last time. Hail, O king. Your kingdom waits for you, Golgotha. Stand back. Don't join us. Keep the crowd back. Use your sword if you have to. Back. Don't come any closer. Stand back. Ben, Jesus can't carry the cross anymore. He's fallen. Get up, king of the Jews. Get up. I'll give you a lash or two. No, wait. That won't help. I'm afraid someone must carry the cross for him. I wish I could carry it for him. Over there, that man. He's strong. You, come over here. Oh, who, me? Yes, you, come here. Carry this man's cross. But, but You took pity on him, didn't you? Now do something about it. Hello, everyone. We're happy you joined us for another story. Uncle Dan, by the sound of that preview, I think I can guess what your story is about. Yes, Aunt Sue, and so can many of our listeners. Many sad things happen to Jesus in this story. Yes, but the world's happiest news comes out of that sadness. Good. I know we're all anxiously waiting to hear about it. What's the title of the story, Uncle Dan? I call it... The Road to Skull Hill. For several hours on that Friday morning, the frenzied mob had shouted for the death of Jesus. They had stood before the governor's palace and chosen to have Pilate released from death a murderer named Barabbas. Pilate had tried to save Jesus, but he saw he could not do this and keep his position and honor. Then, at last, to satisfy the people, he handed Jesus over to be crucified. Jesse, the son of a priest, and Ben, the son of a sheep merchant in the temple, are in the crowd. Ben, I don't think I can look at Jesus again, the way they beat him. It's all right, Jesse. We must stick with our friend. So many of these people have turned against him. Look, they're releasing Barabbas to the crowd. Barabbas! Barabbas is the Come, lift him up our shoulders! Can't this crowd see he's a murderer? How hard he looks, just like they look. Here come the other two prisoners, two robbers. All right, pick up those crosses. Get your shoulders under them. Come on, you can do better than that. Oh! Oh! That's better. Start moving. Come on, we don't have all day. Tradition tells us that the names of the two robbers were Dismas and Justus. Slowly, painfully, they began dragging their crosses from the court and into the street. Four soldiers went with each prisoner, one carrying a sign telling the bystanders what the crime of the condemned man was. Stand back. Keep away from the prisoner. They're bringing Jesus down. He's so weak. They've whipped him so much and beat him, but... But... There's peace in his eyes. He's not angry like the other two were. Yes, I see that. He's the lamb being led to the altar. That's it. I've seen it many times. All right, get under that cross. Lift it up. Lift it up, almighty deliverer. Where's all your strength, O king? Lift it up. Show us your strength. Can't someone help him? He's doing it. Barely. Move along, king of the Jews. We don't have all day. Look, down the street. 
Your noble subjects wait for you. Their king. Don't keep them waiting. Hail, O king. Your kingdom waits for you on Golgotha. Stand back. Longinus, keep the crowd back. Use your sword if you have to. Back. Don't come any closer. Stand back. Ben, Jesus can't carry the cross anymore. He's fallen. Get up, king of the Jews. Get up. I'll give you a lash or two. No, wait. That won't help. I'm afraid someone must carry the cross for him. I wish I could carry it for him. I'm afraid no Jewish man would touch his cross on this day. Over there, that man. He's strong. Hey, you. Come over here. Oh, me? Yes, you. Come here. I want you to carry this man's cross. But, you but took I... pity on him, didn't you? Do something about it. Yes, sir. I'll carry his cross. Jesus had had no food or water since eating the Passover supper with his disciples the day before. He had agonized in the Garden of Gethsemane and endured the anguish of betrayal. He had twice been tortured by the scourge. When Jesus could bear no more, Simon of Cyrene from northern Africa took the cross upon his shoulders, lifted it up, and carried it for Jesus. Later, when he had learned more about Jesus, he was happy for the chance to help him in this way. Following Jesus and Simon of Cyrene were many grief-stricken women and children. They started crying and wailing out of pity. Daughters of Jerusalem, don't weep for me, but for yourselves and for your children. For the days are coming when the women who have no children will be counted fortunate indeed. Mankind will beg the mountains to fall on them and crush them and the hills to bury them. For if such things as this are done to me, the living tree, what will they do to you? The three condemned men reached the hill of Calvary, also called Golgotha. The name meant the place of a skull. There, Simon of Cyrene laid down the cross that he had been commanded to carry. Close behind was Mary, the mother of Jesus, and the disciple, John. Other disciples stayed further back. Jesse and Ben watched from a short distance away. All right, men. Get the crosses in place. The two robbers, Dismas and Justice, were forced upon crosses which lay flat on the ground. They struggled desperately. Get away from me! No! No! God strike them dead! Curses on them! Get away from me! Curses on the Roman dogs! Dogs! Get the nails in the hammer. I've got them here. Make it quick. Don't torture the poor devils any more than you have to. All right, get the ropes around the stake. Quick, pull them up. Brace that stake, it's loose. Pull! The soldiers pulled the crosses, with the robbers nailed to them, into place. The weight on the prisoners' hands pulled apart flesh and muscle, and the robbers screamed without stopping. Then, when the prisoners were on the cross, the soldier hammered long iron spikes through their feet and into the wood of the cross. Some of the people who had come turned away at the horrible sight. I can't look, Ben. 
I can't. I can't stop screaming. They're putting Jesus on the cross now. He's not fighting. They're driving the nails through his hands. He's not screaming. I can't believe his courage. He's trying to speak. Maybe he'll call down the hosts of heaven now and free himself. I hope so. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Then the soldiers lifted up the cross with Jesus on it. Still, Jesus did not cry out, even though the pain was beyond human endurance and the sweat poured from his brow. Then a soldier took the hammer and spike and started to drive the spike through Jesus' feet. They've driven the spike through his feet and into the cross. Still, Jesus doesn't scream like the others. He can only die now. A soldier is putting a sign above Jesus. It's written in three languages. I can only read ours. Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. The King of the Jews? It's all so horrible, Ben. Why is God letting this happen? Look, that woman by the cross fainted. That man, I think it's one of Jesus' disciples, is taking her away. I think that's Jesus' mother. Poor woman. How can she stand it? Ha <laughs> ha, look at him. In between the two thieves, right where he belongs. Where all false <laughs> messiahs belong. Maybe he'll perform a miracle up there. Come down from the cross. <laughs> The high priest rushed to Pilate's palace to complain to him about the sign. They were furious. Pilate was unmoved. Well, how soon you priests return. What would you like now? Perhaps a gold crown for your king? Your honor, uh, perhaps you misunderstood who this Jesus was. An imposter, your honor. It isn't right to call him the king of the Jews. He said he was king of the Jews. That doesn't make him king. So you see, your honor... I know exactly what I have written on the sign. Perhaps it would be more appropriate, your honor, to write, he said... I am king of the Jews. You'd like that, wouldn't you? Well, uh, many people who don't know as much about this imposter as we do are are getting the wrong idea. What I have written, I have written. Uh, Your Honor... It stays exactly as it is. Your Your Honor... Honor, Out! Guards, take them away. At the cross, the Roman soldiers had divided Jesus' clothes into four piles, one for each of them. I'll take the headgear. I'll have the cloak. I could use the sandals. And I, well, just the belt is left. Well, who gets the robe? Uh-huh. Let's tear it up in four pieces. No, it's a good piece, woven without seams. Let's not tear it up. Hey, here's the dice. The one with the highest number wins. That's a good All idea. Right with me. Okay. A two for me. I can't win. Three. Rotten luck. Five here. And here's a... Uh... Four. I got it! Unknowingly, the soldiers fulfilled a prediction made more than a thousand years earlier. David the psalmist had written, They divided my clothes among them and cast lots for my robe. 
The priests came back, determined to take away the people's attention from the sign that read, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Oh, and you can destroy the temple and build it again in three days, huh? Well, then come on down from the cross if you are the Son of God. Call upon the devil, your father. He'll free you. Come down from the cross. Why should God's son be up there? <laughs> he saved others, but he can't save himself. <laughs> so, you are the king of Israel, are you? <laughs> Come down from the cross and we'll believe you. He, he, he trusted God. Let God show his approval by delivering him. Didn't he say, I am the son of God? Well, people... Look at God himself on the cross. Come down, king. That's no place for God's son. Come down. The two robbers, crucified with Jesus, heard the words of the priests and people. They also heard some defending Jesus for the good he had done. One of the robbers joined in the mocking. <sighs> Son of God, <laughs> hanging like us on a cross. <laughs> well, Jesus, if you are the Messiah, prove it by saving yourself. <laughs> and then save us while you're at it. An excellent idea, don't you think? King Messiah. <laughs> the other robber spoke to Jesus also, but his heart was different. First, he reprimanded the other robber. Quiet, Gustus. Don't you even fear God when you're dying? <laughs> I fear these nails and this pain. <laughs> Why should I die? We deserve to die for our evil deeds. But this man has done one thing wrong. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Friend, I tell you, today, you will be with me in paradise. This is a solemn promise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. The women who were close friends to Jesus stood near the cross. His aunt, the wife of Cleopas, and Mary Magdalene. Now also Mary, his mother, had come. In spite of his agony, Jesus' first concern at the moment was his mother, standing beside the disciple John. Jesus wanted to make sure his mother would be cared for. Mother, here is your son. John, here is your mother. The sun had reached mid-sky. It was about noon. Ben, what's happening? It's getting so dark, I can hardly see. Am I going blind? No, it's dark for me, too. Look, lightning! The clouds have closed in. Ben, I'm going home. Me, too. If I can find my way down this hill... Frightened people ran away from the cross in the darkness. The priests and soldiers shook with fear. The darkness lasted for three hours. Then it lifted. Jesus was still on the cross, as were the other two. 
but a darkness seemed to hang over Jesus. The priests had a ready explanation for what happened. It is the work of Satan. He is the god of darkness. That's right, Annas. See? The darkness hangs around the imposter. Jesus lifted his head toward the sky and shouted, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Some of the mob thought that he was calling for the prophet Elijah. He's calling for Elijah. Quick, get a sponge with some wine to ease his pain. No, leave him alone. Let's see whether Elijah will come and save him. I thirsty. He can hardly speak anymore. Here, dip a sponge into this wine. Jesus took a taste of the wine, enough to wet his mouth. Then, summoning all his strength, Jesus looked to the heavens and shouted, It is finished. Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Jesus bowed his head and died. A strange hush fell on the crowd. The one who had called himself the Messiah, the Son of God, the Savior, was dead. He had given his life up to death. Longinus, the captain of the Roman soldiers, had watched the whole crucifixion. He saw how Jesus had endured the cross, how he forgave his persecutors, and how he had given up his spirit into God's hands. Longinus was overpowered with a sense of God's presence. Surely, this man was innocent. This was the Son of God. Many of the people who had watched the crucifixion went home, their hearts filled with sorrow. Those who had mocked found they had no more words left and in shame walked away. The closest friends of Jesus, some of his disciples and his mother, stood looking at the body of Jesus on the cross. At about this time, some soldiers came up the hill. Longinus, we've come to carry out the order of Pilate. An order from Pilate? Yes. The Jewish leaders came to him again. They said the bodies must not hang on the crosses through the Sabbath, which is tomorrow. So let's break the legs and they will die quickly. This man, Jesus of Nazareth, is already dead. Impossible. Death by the cross takes much longer. Here, give me that hammer. I'll break this robber's legs first and then get the other robber. The soldiers broke the legs of the two robbers. But when they came to Jesus, they found he was already dead. To make doubly sure, one soldier thrust a spear into Jesus' side, piercing his lung and heart. Blood and water flowed out of Jesus' side. Again, the soldiers fulfilled a prediction written by two prophets many centuries earlier. The prediction said, Not one of his bones shall be broken. They shall look on him they pierced. Now the women and disciples at the cross faced a new sad problem. We... We must give our master a decent burial. Yes, we must. But we need Pilate's permission to take the body. 
And where will we place him? They didn't know that about this time, Joseph of Arimathea was before Pilate. You Jews won't leave me alone, will you? What is it this time? Sir, I am Joseph of Arimathea. Yes, I know. One of the richest men in Jerusalem. And a member of the temple council. But I wasn't there when they voted to put Jesus to death. What is that to me? So, what do you want? The body of Jesus, Your Honor. The body of Jesus. Captain, is Jesus dead already? Yes, sir. We made sure. A spear through his heart. Huh. Very well. Joseph, take his body. At about the same time, another secret disciple of Jesus, Nicodemus, went up to the crucifixion site, carrying about a hundred pounds of myrrh and aloes for the burial of Jesus. Together they wrapped the body of Jesus in a long linen cloth, saturated with spices, as was the Jewish custom of burial. Near Calvary was a garden of trees, where some of the rich men of Jerusalem had their family tombs. I have a new tomb in the garden, come. Let's take Jesus there. It will honor me. The Sabbath was only minutes away. The men had only enough time to place the body of Jesus on a hewn-out rock in the tomb and close the entrance with a rock. Thank you, Nicodemus, John. That rock ought to keep out the strongest man. John, it's a sad day. Yes, the saddest I have ever known, Joseph. But thank you for helping. And you too, Nicodemus. If only... If only I had made it known I was his disciple when he first convinced me. But it's too late now. Perhaps too late. Come, Mary Magdalene. Come, Mary. Let us go home. After the Sabbath is over... We can come back and anoint the body with spices and ointment. Come. It indeed had been the saddest day in the history of the world. But with God there is hope beyond such sadness. Would the one who raised the dead to life remain dead himself? Would his words about himself come true when he said, The Son of Man is going to be betrayed into the hands of men. They will kill him, and after three days he will rise. Throughout Jerusalem that Friday night, many people kept glancing toward Calvary and the garden tomb where Jesus was buried. Some, like Jesse and Ben, were sad beyond words. But within their hearts there was a seed of hope. Jesus could conquer death. He had said, I will rise again. <laughs> 